Good morning. Hello. Good Hello. morning. Sorry about sorry it, about that. I was putting some washing on the line. I thought you were probably on the toilet. Wow. What a rich interior world you have. <laughs> I was thinking more that you have such a rich interior world. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Oh, Simon Kennedy Ellis, how has your week been? My week was uh, curious. I. Uh... Okay. I was um, interviewing a bunch of people for some PhD studentships, and I was—I really took to heart that thing you'd said uh, way back about, I don't know whether it made the edit, but you know about trying to make the experiences comfortable and as, as open as possible so that what they're not doing is already on the back foot and actually you can just have a conversation with them about their ideas. Yes. I mean, I'm not sure I, because, you know, partly, of course, the point is to, you know, find a way to 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 talk deeply about what it is that they're um, proposing. But uh, certainly that just trying to be really open and um, doing my very best to make it uh, somewhat convivial as well, you know, because, yeah. of course, it's never going to be. It's always a little bit stressful for them. So, Obviously, um, yeah. Yeah, but um, so, yeah, thank you for that uh, inspiration. I Not really at all. Should leave it to them How? to tell, to let me know whether it was indeed <laughs> the case. <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. So you said it was curious. Is that because you were in a curious space or did something else happen that was curious? The other thing that happened was that um, uh, I think I might have broken my oven. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) The least surprising thing ever. Oh, no. Are you saying that your domestic oven is not keeping up with the semi-industrial um, levels of baking? Yeah, semi. Right? Semi is definitely, uh, it's, you need to um, emphasize the semi there. Uh, yes, I think yesterday it just, I think it just seemed to be turning itself off. <laughs> oh, wow. And so it was really this uh, hilarious kind of because it's an oven which has two levels, so effectively two independent ovens on top of each other. Yeah. And so I have them both going at the same time. Um, hard yakka. And mm. um, yeah, it was a lot of uh, shuffling and going from top to bottom, and you know, uh, uh, <laughs> um, with the bread. And um, so yeah, they got baked. But I think that I might, uh, I might be close to, or I was totally imagining it, which I don't think I was. So I don't quite. It was uh, very odd. Yeah. So what's the strategy moving forward? Is it take longer to bake the same number of loaves so you don't have both ovens cranked up at the same time? Or yeah, and that's a nightmare. Of... That's a nightmare. That means yeah. getting up really early. Like okay, really so... not. I mean, because four thirty-five is comfortably early for me. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but, but two o'clock in the morning. Would yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah. Just spend the rest. Okay, so so the other are we shopping. What'd you say? Are we shopping? Well, I so I did think you know I could get a um, you can get these quite amazing. They're sort of they're really midway um, commercial ovens, mm-hmm. so not quite not quite a a, a deck oven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I could drop it in the garage downstairs, which is the, probably the least least hygienic space you could possibly want for for working with food. <laughs> but come and, on, we all know that you can basically make bread in a pigsty, and it won't matter because it's going to burn all the germs off, isn't it? It's true, uh, and there's no there'll be no way to get rid of the um, you know the kind of steam and etc that comes out of the uh, yeah you know, okay yeah. yeah yeah not not ideal although i could just you know bake with the door slightly open although i'm not sure my neighbors uh anyway and then i could put one in the lounge <laughs> <laughs> of this rented apartment uh or i could i'd be thinking about a shipping container oh god really yeah you can you can pick. Definitely, people have bakeries and shipping containers. Oh, in what country? In this country. Oh, I'm just thinking how frigid that's going to be in February. Yeah, very, very cold. Uh, although, of course, mm. when you've got a big oven, the going oven's on. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I might have missed the memo. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then I have to find a space. You know, so I think the best thing really is to go to some commercial places and see if I can borrow their ovens at particular times of the day or something, you know, basically when they're closed. Yeah. So I don't know, but it, and then it starts getting a bit because they're about transport and I don't really want to have to get a car or I, in fact, I won't get a car. So anyway, so it's, not even, not even one of those nice little electric jobbies. No, I hear they're, they're all the rage. I hear that too. Have you got one? No. No, it comes next week. I'm very excited. Are you? Will you drive it? I've been. It, can it go to? Can it go all the way to uh, Falmouth on one? I can go there and back and there again. Really? On one charge? Yeah. I went for the uh, the biggest battery I could afford. Oh, you can get you can buy them with different sized batteries. Of course, yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah. I got. Uh, I wish I'd um, invested in some lithium mines about forty five, fifty years ago. Uh, have you got any? Oh, the other thing I heard yesterday was that Boris Johnson was forced to or chose to resign. Uh, that's pretty old news at this point. Yeah, I only heard yesterday. It was um, yeah, yeah. And and it's uh, it's not. I'm I'm unprepared to rehash. Okay. Any of it. It's just so bonkers. Yeah. So did you ever? Have you got something you'd like to? Have you got some meat for today's conversation? Um, I am like, um, I'm like a department store the day after Boxing Day. Really? Empty. Yeah, my shelves have been completely decimated. Yeah. So on, on Wednesday, um, you I You say decimated? Decimated. Mm. Just like, not even stripped, but just completely blown apart, my mm. shelves, my yeah. metaphorical mind shelves. So on Wednesday, I um, I was chairing a research day for the university that we had three parallel sessions running, and I held one of the sessions on massive shock for everybody practices research. Mm -hmm. a massive shock for everybody who knows what I do for a living. Who's not a massive shock for people who are <laughs> just coming to this cold. Like, what the that? hell is that? It just uh... well, let me just say, go and read Bolton Barrett. They'll give you a nice overview. Um, do you think it's a nice overview though? Anyway, no, so I actually think they should probably start with Brad Hazeman's five I, principles. I, th Let's go I, there. I think I'd go there as well. I think yeah, Bol I think Bolton Barrett are just just a little disappointing. I think. 
Interestingly, I, I think they're better in conversation than they are in writing. I've heard them say some brilliant things. I, that I, so that's why I, I, I find the writing that. really programmatic and all well, the ideas that, in the writing really programmatic and yeah. odd. I think I think that might be... Uh, also, I think they're writing... <laughs> oh, my God, I'm not doing this. <laughs> right, so I fell, I fell into your trap. I, you so did. It's, um, uh, it is extraordinary how easily, how easily you can... <laughs> So, um, I think it's because that was what I was doing on Wednesday. I was, I was hosting two sort of workshop sessions. For staff or this for PGRs? For, no, these for are for staff. So it, was for the, so, it was for the whole university. So, it was, we were standing room only in a, a really large space. Wow. Yeah, it People was incredibly well attended. Oh, it was one of those moments where you think there, there were two days of training First day was focused on pedagogy and uh, and teaching policy. And then Second day was on research, and you know that everybody pretty much has to turn up to the teaching stuff because it's bread and butter. Yeah, and there is that little bit of you that's going, well, I mean, if we get like you know, if we get a quarter of the people who turned up to the teaching, that's a good. thing, it's a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same numbers, absolutely heaving, and the conversation. I I came away feeling humbled and a little bit weepy did you cheer the whole day only my little bit right know, which was you know not the i didn't i thankfully didn't have to do the uh the big welcome thing shout out to david who did and, and um, it, we had a brilliant keynote fella called alan shout out to alan if he's listening and did you, get, did you get the flop switch and that did you get flop switch in that kind of situation no no that's the bit that i'm fairly okay with yeah because it's just a version of teaching. I just have to remind. I just have to pretend that they're not my peers. <laughs> anyway, that was Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday was um, the summer symposium for the PhD students. Right, you've and had so, you have had a big week. So it was a case of holding their papers, which we read in advance and and have conversations with them, and again, trying to do that in a way that is gentle yet searching. Um, God, would you, was, I, I, just that. Sorry, just to say that. Um, what a skill to develop that is, which is to, and I really, it's a real fight for me, which is to, to because f- feedback and for all of us is so so fundamental. I know we joked about this right at the beginning of this podcast, you know, way back when, but it's so essential. But how it's how what it is that you say, and how it's heard and. That's so complex. And also, can you give it without ego? No, it's impossible. It, it's and, absolutely impossible. But, I mean, um, I think that's and, something to strive for. Like this, like, oh, this is... It, it is. It is. But, I mean, I think sometimes it's about the language that we use. Like, I am hearing you say this rather than you You should look at that. Mm. It's hard. It's really hard. And, and because I think if you're in these kinds of conversations, you want to fundamentally help people. So you then start to go, ooh, if you think about this, ooh, if you go and read that, ooh. And it's like, that's, yeah, it's hard. It's and I think much. I probably succeeded in my aim maybe 25% of the time. <laughs> 50% of the time, I think I was pretty adequate at keeping. You, you mean in general, just, just on the day? I think over those two days, I think right. 25% of the time I hit it out of the park in terms of being open and responsive and kind. And 50% of the time, I think I was kind, but not open and responsive. And then I think 25% of the time, I forgot that I was holding people's ideas and, and, I, and I maybe wasn't as gentle as I wanted to be. Mm, because, because, I mean, gentility, I, I get that, but 
also something needs to be communicated where you're helping them develop. And I and I also mean it goes both ways. Like how often do you maybe you do because of the kind of environment you're in, but how often do we find ways to hear also seek out uh uh ways to improve the work we are doing, you know, at, uh, at the kind of level we're at. So it's just that the, I don't think it's a particularly British thing as well, I think, because there's, there's so much language caught up in not really saying anything that's direct or useful to the, to the person needing or wanting development. Well, you know, that, um, you know that the role that I'm in is, has been a record scratch for me. Yep. And I think I've also referred to myself recently as like a contract writer. Yes. Like I, I write to order. So in that sense, I think I've been getting a lot of feedback about how to do things better. Right. And so I will be writing things and then I will get stuff back that will be like, no, this doesn't work. Move this here. Uh, I don't agree with that. And do you because... think that's about your writing and gen- like writing aspects of your writing or is it specific to the thing you're doing? I don't think, yeah, I understand the distinction, but I don't think I can disaggregate them because um, I think what I can do is say that when I get feedback from an editor on my research, I look at it and I have to really hold my breath for a moment and then read and uh, rather than just going, what do you fucking know? You're an idiot. You don't know anything about what I'm doing. I'm the expert here. How dare you tell? And then just go, okay, so there's, there's. Grumpy ego Lee that's just sort of done a, a big throw his dummy out of the pram moment. And now let's look at the comments properly. Like, oh, yeah, they're really, really coherent. Oh, that's really, really helpful. Or in some instances, it's not. okay, I can see that they've got an agenda. How am I going to make a response to them that isn't, well, thanks very much for your opinion, but it's un- it's not interesting to me. You know, so how do I, how do I um, respond that doesn't look like I'm having a sulk? But having a what? That, a sulk. Sulk. Yeah. Um, sorry, my northern vowels probably came out. Sulk. Um, yeah, I heard sunk. <laughs> that too. But I think when when I'm sort of working on stuff which is effectively for other people, it's much easier to just go, yeah, absolutely, okay, let's just delete all of that. And, and so I think is really beneficial developmentally. Oh, I see. I see. You mean it's it, your identity is not so caught up in the writing there's a some there's space for you to uh to see it differently yeah exactly that it's not yeah. you because you're not as you say you're writing for to order as opposed to writing for something that you're doing for your own i don't know whatever it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and and that doesn't mean that i'm less invested in it it just means that i'm differently invested in yeah it. i get so that. the result is that the last three days have been that kind of thing um and my my brain is not only is it empty what is sort of in the cupboard of if it's not my brain i guess it's my mouth in my mouth cupboard i'm just going to start sounding like i'm giving feedback so right so mouth cupboard so you you've got something that you would like to share well it's not sharing it's actually i think it might be the worst possible thing because did you ever do did you ever have um it might be the worst possible thing, given what you've just said. Did you ever do subjects at high school where you'd um, you'd be in the class and the teacher would come in and say, "Okay, we've got a test today," meaning that you didn't know you were going to have a test? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've got one of those for you. <laughs> Great. Okay, crack on. 
So it's a pop quiz. I'm so glad that I've confessed to everybody that my brain has been thoroughly emptied out. Yeah. And my, and my mouth cupboard doesn't have many words left. Okay, so um, it's a it's a strange it's a strange collection of it'd be hard to understand what the uh, what the subject of this particular exam I'll call it an exam which is a little bit highfalutin. Speaking of which, uh, Finn Ellis Whitty, my nephew, has his last A levels exam tomorrow, which will have been two days ago when this goes to air. So oh. he's uh, he's feeling lighter and lighter. I hope that he is sort of. Um, drinking pina colada and getting drunk in the rain. I hope he's into yoga. I hope he's got more than half a brain. Was that a line from a song? If you like pina colada, <laughs> getting drunk, caught in the rain. But does it mention if the word yoga? The yoga. <laughs> if really? you got half a brain. Yeah, I Is... just like <laughs> change things a bit for him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's a sorry. It's a strange. It's a strange. Some some serious. Some um, very not serious. But uh, are you ready? Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, best yeah. shot. Huh? Hit me with your just, hit you with your best just, shot. This is you, go, today. you default to I'm pet guitar. songs. <laughs> What's the name of the song about the pina colada? Oh, I've forgotten. Seriously, I can't. I can sing it, but I can't remember who what it's called or who did it. Anyway, so if you if you weren't, I'm going to call you an academic. Is that okay? I mean, yeah. Why not? Question one: If you weren't an academic, what would you be? Is the question what I would want to be or what I think I would be? Oh fucking hell! It's going to be like this, isn't it? Yeah, because (laughs) because because you can't just give me that. It's like, do what? Do you want me to be honest or do you want me to be fanciful? Uh, both. To, look, to the other I'm, way. I'm an educator, so I'm going to look for criteria before I start to commit anything to paper. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like one of those teachers in high school where you go, oh, I'm going to show these wankers. They're all a bunch. They think they're so smart, and then they're going to come back because my questions just weren't quite good enough for them. <laughs> Sir, but could you be a little bit more explicit here? When you say, in question one, when you say, uh, thanks, Miller. Okay, okay. Thanks, Miller. Okay, I'll so do both. I'll do How both. About, yeah. I'll do both. Yep, I'll do both. Yep, okay, so if I was, <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, I, I think I probably would be working in the service industry in some sort of a way, catering or retail. That, that's what you would be doing, not what you'd want to be doing. Yeah, that's what I would be doing because if it hadn't been for, and I think I've talked about this before, if it hadn't been for the accident of moving during my GCSEs, which was the worst thing in the world on one level, but also the best thing in the world yep. in another. Your grades. And it removed me from, yeah, shit for my grades, but it also removed me from um, a school where there was no expectation of me to do anything than just go and wait tables in my parents' restaurant um, to, a, to, a, to a school that was, um, was a grammar school and the expectation was that everybody went to university. So I was just suddenly surrounded by people where that's what they were doing. Yeah. And I was also in a completely new town. You were breathing so different from... air. Yeah, I, I was. And I'd moved from Manchester to the Lake District. And it's like, it's a, pr- it's a pretty big record scratch. Mm. Um, you know, to be to be in a fairly decent sized city with lots of opportunities on your doorstep to effectively living somewhere where it's tourism or farming. Pretty beautiful tourism and farming, though. It, it, yeah, it, it is. There's undoubtedly it's a beautiful place. The people are not very pleasant. <laughs> um, 
But I'm, I'd say that to any Cumbrian that I know. I didn't enjoy my time there. I lived oh, there. God, for... we've just lost in our entire Cumbrian uh, Cumbrian uh, listenership. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We, there, can't a... te- we can't take these hits anymore. Mm, I'll probably cut that out. <laughs> so we keep the Cumbrian contingent. Um, so that's what I would. That's what I think I would probably be doing: working in retail or, or catering in some way, shape, or form. Something service focused. Um, and if I wasn't doing um, this, and I was, and I was just like choosing things, yeah. Oh God! If I'm P- gonna be, re- Go do you want me to be really honest? Yeah. Or well, no. Yeah, of course. No. I'd be, I'd be a performer in musical theatre. Yeah. Yeah. I so had actor. I thought to that. sing every day. Mm. Oh fuck! That would be lovely. And what musical? Well, this is this is this is a bonus question. Uh, what musical would be would be the musical you'd most like to? The musical that obviously exists, not the ones that would yeah. would be created solely for you and your talents. I'd want to be Javert in in Les Misérables. Really? Yeah, it's in my range. Um, it's got some good songs. One more day, or is it one day more? It's one day more. He only pops in for a little bit in that. All right. He's got stars. He he's he's like prisoner nine one seven three. No, that's no, that's Jean Valjean. Oh, I'm talking about being the bad policeman. Oh, really? Now bring me prisoner two four six zero one. Your time is up and your parole's begun. You <laughs> know what that means? Yes, it means I'm free. No, it means you get your yellow ticket of leave. You wait. are a thief. I saw a loaf of bread. You robbed a hat. That's the one that I'd be. <laughs> that'd be the shouty one. Wait, wait, so one you, you'd be Russell Crowe. Like you'd be Russell Crowe. Yeah, I'd be Russell Crowe. Ah, oh, I'd be Russell Crowe. Okay, so that's said, all you had to I'd say. Russell Crowe. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, okay, great. I think, Question. And, and that's and just to be to be clear, not because I have a massive fondness of the um, the genre or the form of musical theatre, but because the idea of being paid to sing seven days, eight days a week, eight times a week, just feels joyful. Beautiful, beautiful. Question two: New Zealand or Australia, and why? Ooh, fucking hell. <laughs> New Zealand and hobbits. Did you say hobbits? Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Please don't take this the wrong... Yeah. <laughs> New Zealand and hobbits. It's like you're trying to slice okay. off our listenerships everywhere. It doesn't matter where... <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, they by just I'm just waving to New Zealand as it sort of sails off into the sunset. There it was nice knowing you. I still chose and it. Australia at the same time because you didn't choose oh, yeah. them. <laughs> oh, okay. How about Australia, the Corbetts? <laughs> okay, but you went for New Zealand. I'm going to take your first answer first. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mm. All right. Could have been worse. I could have said top of the lake. Question. <laughs> Did you not like that series? Well, I was just thinking if that's a reason that you would go to a country, it's like, oh, great. Yeah, because... Human trafficking and death. <laughs> so that was more. Was that what series I was one thinking. or series two? I think it got pretty strange I mean, in series, series one. two. Like, I, stopped, I stopped halfway through series one because it wasn't, wasn't our Nick in it. I don't. Our Nick. I think, I think our Nick was in series one. Who's Nick? Nicole. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, she was in series one. And yeah, then in Nicole. series two, it was Yon Woman with the big hair. Uh, 
Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter was in series two, and uh, <sighs> and the I forget the name of the woman who used to be on the Elizabeth West Wing. Moss was Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Yes. Okay. Uh, number three. These you can see that these are jumping all over the place, but that's just so to Jump make back. you feel comfortable, and then to mm-hmm. then you're going to get get me right. In, exactly. Under the so now Gosh, that you're comfortable yeah. with hobbits, uh, question three. Most important historical or current leader. Next time on Midlifing. I'm going to say Justin Trudeau. Oh! And though he is not without problems. <laughs> Talk about... I love this. This is an exam and understatements. Although he is not without problems. Yeah. I have been impressed with his capacity to apologise. <laughs> was that a sneeze or was that like <laughs> a, a just... Oh, okay, you are sneezing. Because I, I thought that was just a, an explosion of, of derision. <laughs>